This is Real Estate News with Kathy Fedke. As unemployment claims soar due to shelter-in-place mandates in cities across the nation, lenders who offer non-qualifying mortgage loans are also shuttering their office doors. There have been several headlines recently about lenders suspending non-QM loans, which will impact real estate investors. I'm Kathy Fetke, and this is Real Estate News for Investors. An article in Housing Wire on March 20th suggested that non-QM lending is the latest victim of the coronavirus. Non-QM loans have become more common in recent years for borrowers who don't have a traditional income source and need alternative methods of income verification. Many real estate investors fall into this category, and due to the uncertainty created by this virus, several lenders have recently announced they're suspending non-QM loans. HousingWire listed several lenders who were doing this, including Sprout, Citadel, Arc Home, Angel Oak Mortgage Solutions, The Lender, Nations Direct Mortgage, Orion, and JMAC. Timelines and policies will differ, and some may be accepting new loan submissions with funding on hold. Sprout had announced a plan like that, saying, Please be advised that effective immediately, we will temporarily suspend the funding of all loans until April 1st. Citadel announced a 30-day suspension, along with a stay-at-home policy for employees. Angel Oak announced a two-week suspension. ACC Mortgage is apparently braving the storm and reportedly still funding non-QM loans. The lender was quoted in Housing Wire as saying, We are funding non-QM loans and we have no plans to stop. But you might also ask, at what price? Much of this news happened right before the passage of the massive virus rescue package. It was billed as a $2 trillion package to help consumers and businesses, but it also includes an aggressive bond-buying plan that could hit $4 trillion for a total of $6 trillion rescue funding. The bond-buying will inject liquidity into the lending environment, but it's not clear if it will bring back non-QM loans. Non-qualifying mortgages gained a bad reputation in the days of the financial crisis because they included people in the subprime category and the not-so-reliable stated income category. Many of those loans, of course, went belly up and helped fuel the housing meltdown. The Dodd-Frank Wall Street Reform Act changed all that with an ability-to-pay rule and strict requirements for a qualified mortgage, or a QM. By determining a borrower's ability to pay, The lender can fulfill the underwriting requirements for a qualified mortgage. There are several criteria for doing this, including evaluation of assets, income, employment status, expected monthly mortgage payments, other debt obligations, monthly debt-to-income ratios, and credit history. If a loan didn't meet all of the underwriting requirements for a QM loan, it's called a non-QM loan, but that doesn't mean it's necessarily risky, not like it was during the financial crisis. The ability-to-pay rule still applies, but with alternative methods of determining income. Real estate investors may need this kind of loan program if they're getting rental income instead of a W-2 check. In this scenario, lenders might verify rental income through business tax returns or bank statements, for example. Non-QM loans might also be issued against assets such as stocks, bonds, bank accounts, or other liquid assets. This kind of a loan is also good for retirees or self-employed borrowers. New American Funding defines a non-QM loan as a home financing solution for responsible borrowers with unique financial circumstances. A flexible home loan covers a variety of consumer needs. 
Chief Economist of the Mortgage Bankers Association, Mike Fratantoni, says of the non-qualifying mortgage, consumers should understand that every loan made today is subject to the ability to repay rule. Non-QM loans just have a different way to get there. That includes a little more work on the lender's part to qualify those non-QM borrowers. It's the commercial loans that are at highest risk today due to so many businesses being forced to shut down in honor of social distancing mandates, but empty businesses will struggle to make their loan payments. The Federal Reserve has stepped in to provide what appears to be, quote, support for the flow of credit to American families and businesses. And so far, that support appears to be unlimited. So this basically means the printing presses are on high gear to create the liquidity needed to keep the banks afloat. The FOMC had previously announced it would purchase at least $500 billion of Treasury securities and at least $200 billion of mortgage-backed securities. In addition, they said they will purchase commercial mortgage-backed securities, since there doesn't appear to be any other buyer for these risky assets. Still, even with $4 trillion flowing from the Federal Reserve and into banking reserves to keep banks lending, it could be wise for you as a real estate investor to take preventative actions. If you have a credit line today, you may want to just cash it out and put those funds into a separate bank account so that you can access them. And if you have a construction loan that you're counting on, you may want to inquire if you can access those funds early in order to complete the project. And if you're in contract to purchase property with a portfolio lender, you may want to give your mortgage broker a call to make sure the deal is still on. But investor loans backed by Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac are backed by the U.S. government and receiving lots of that QE. And to date, investors can still get up to 10 Fannie or Freddie investor loans for income property. If you want to find out more about that, just go to newsforinvestors.com. You can join Real Wealth Network there, and then you'll be able to speak to one of our investment counselors. And you'll also see a list of recommended lenders by our Real Wealth members. I'm Kathy Fetke, and thanks so much for joining me on Real Estate News for Investors. You can check the blog for this podcast and links for our sources at newsforinvestors.com. 